0: This episode of Pass the Gravy is brought to you guys by Blue Apron. It is the leading meal kit delivery service in the United States. While many people know what they do, there are also many that don't know about all the types of meals that you're gonna get when you use blue apron you're not just going to be having burgers for dinner you're going to be making short rib burgers with hoppy cheddar sauce on a pretzel bun and you're going to be preparing seared steaks with mashed potatoes green beans and crispy shallots all in under 45 minutes and without having to make a trip to that pesky grocery store they offer three different meal plans they got the two-person plan a family plan and a wine plan pick which one you want and get involved with blue apron here are some of the items you're going to get from Blue Apron, if you ordered this week from them at blueapron.com slash ptg. How about some smoky beef burgers? Those sound good, Robert, don't they?
1: Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. Man. What about
0: the honey chipotle glazed chicken? Hmm? Ooh. Yeah. I uh, I think I might prefer the spicy onion and pepper quesadillas because those look dank. You also got the coconut and vadovan salmon as well as Chrissy Teigen. She's, you know, she's she's buying or weighing in on all of this every week. Chrissy Teigen's pork banh mi. Don't know what that is, but it looks pretty cool. And then uh, chicken bologna, bologna bolognese bolognese bolognese. We're still working on the pronunciation, guys. And barbecue vegetable flatbread and much much more. This is just if you order this week, and then like who knows what great foods they got for you. And they go like a whole year without repeating orders, so you're never gonna be eating the same stuff. BlueApron.com/ptg. You can get it all from there. We're even gonna give you your first three meals for free at BlueApron.com/ptg. BlueApron.com/ptg. Get your first three meals for free. Blueapron.com slash PGG, Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I'm a working man, I gotta pay my bills. I don't know what we're yelling about! Oh look at me, the millionaire who goes to see doctors! You reek of scotch and cheesecake. wait that
1: to coffee. You smile
0: and You filthy animal. What is this, a Good news, I saw a dog today. In your face, Nancy Grace. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Everybody ain't who we just call them face though! The only thing I think of when I think of my kids growing up in this country, if they say, Dad, what do we have left that's American name? And I say, son, I mean, there's not much to choose from, but that's what we have half school ribbon for. Child, please. Oh Yeah. Should I? You should. Should I, I? You should. Pew, pew,
1: pew. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew.
0: There we go. Pew, 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 pew. I didn't want to d- dabble too long with that one. This is a serious podcast this week. Mm-hmm. Very serious. serious. Big
1: time. Oh, yeah. We've we, we, at the major leagues.
0: Yeah. We had to talk to managers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Big, we're, we're big league for sure, like you just said. Um So, yeah, we're giving you guys a bonus podcast. This is Pass the Gravy Podcast. I don't know what episode right now, but we'll figure it out 236. later. 2.36, we think. And uh, we have a special guest, one Robert DeLong, who will be playing at the Bud Light Roast, hosted by 94.5 The Buzz. It'll be Saturday, July 21st out at the Woodlands Pavilion. and You can get your tickets now at com. Guys, my work like kind of trusts me with this podcast. For some reason, they trusted me to be like, okay, you know who we should give an interview with? Uh, we should give Alex an interview. And now like let's just hope we didn't screw it up too bad i don't think we like i don't think i got fired from this interview i don't think i I got fired from it
1: no i think i think we did a good job and uh obviously they know how big we are i mean they trust us like that's why they were like pass the gravy if
0: we're gonna have anybody interview anybody it's obviously the guys that are the most talented at interviewing
1: people yeah obviously i mean like come on we talk about (laughs) west ham all the time we talk about west ham and the soccer podcast let's like Let's the soccer podcast, they
0: definitely need to be who we're promoting our our concert with. But hey, uh, it's going to be headlined by Blue October. The Bud Light Roasters, of course, uh, it'll be headlined by Blue October. Theory of a Dead Man's going to be there. AWOL Wall Nation's going to be there. Robert DeLong, who I'm looking forward to the most, he's going to be there. And then Hold On Hollywood, a local band just opened up for Bon Jovi. They are uh, going to be there too. So we just kind of got right into an interview with Robert. We're just kind of going to intro everything beforehand and – uh yeah, like this is a big deal, guys. So, you know, if you wanted to like tweet at ninety-four five the buzz and be like, hey, Pass the Gravy did a really good job on the Robert DeLong intro, um, at ninety-four five the buzz. That'd be pretty dope. And uh, you know, tag us. We are at Past the Pod. I'm at Alex J. Middleton. Robert is at Robert Barbosa zero three. And Pat, who is not here, he had to work today. He is at not Pat Dion, so uh, go give us all a follow on the Twitter. Robert DeLong is at DeLong Music. Please give that a follow and uh, let him know you heard him from past the gravy. Um, so we got to talk to him for about an hour. He was really fun. Uh, we, we're kind of weird dudes. I feel like uh, this this podcast is, and I think he was cool with that. He didn't make us feel like outcasts at least. So yeah, it's he nice was. If, if nothing else,
1: I really wanted to call him Mister DeLong, but I don't know if that would make him feel old. Right, I had, right. I had we the, tried
0: a couple of nicknames with him, and you know, you'll you'll hear how that played out. But yeah. uh, I, I, I I was happy with it, and he's a he's a super cool dude. He's a super cool dude, and I just wanted to like I wish we like lived closer. I would like be like hey, you want to get a beer? Like, yeah, I know. He, that's I mean, how I, f- I felt at the end of the interview.
1: He said he didn't feel quite like funny like on the spot, but no, he he did really well. In, like, yeah, the, he was the, good,
0: uh, and like he's just he's such like a, a unique dude, and you're gonna hear us talk about that with him a little bit. Like if you haven't, if you don't know who Robert DeLong is, he's just like he's not a, a band. He is a band, but he's not a band. He's he's just like the definition of a musician. Yeah, he he's got everything up on stage. He plays all the instruments all at once. If you haven't seen him live, go look him up on YouTube right now, and you're gonna want to go see him live because this guy is awesome. I cannot wait to see him play. Yeah, definitely looking forward to the 21st live, and uh, that'll be that'll be awesome. Uh, So, all right, without further ado, shouldn't we uh, we get right into it? But before we do that. Uh, I would tell you guys that this interview with Robert DeLong is brought to you by Me Undies. You've definitely heard us talk about Me Undies. You know the fun, comfy undies that feel just as good as they look. So, those of you that haven't tried them, listen up, gang. You can get incredible underwear sent right to your door with Me Undies. That means no more hunting around for the perfect pair at crowded stores and eventually settling for just good enough. Me Undies is so sure that you're going to love your first pair that if you're not happy, they're going to do whatever they can to get you in the right pair. And if you can't keep them, then they're going to refund you for your first pair. So it's really risk-free to try the best underwear ever. Guys, I'm wearing my MeUndies right now. I wear them every day, and they're fantastic. They are definitely the best underwear ever. If you're already part of the MeUndies family, go ahead and tell your friends about it through their referral program. They're going to get a discount, and you're going to get store credit. It's a win-win. Store, or still not sure? Well, MeUndies has a deal for our listeners. First-time purchasers get 20% off their first pair of MeUndies and free shipping. That's 20% off, plus free shipping, and a guarantee that you and your MeUndies are going to be very happy together. So get your butt over to MeUndies and treat yourself to get 20% off your first pair of free shipping and a satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash podcast. That's MeUndies.com slash podcast. One more time. MeUndies.com slash podcast. All right. At PassTheGreyPod. At DeLong Music. And uh, this is our interview with Robert DeLong.
1: Lean forward slightly, look straight
0: at the speaker, and listen with a sparkle in your eye, as though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing i ever heard in all my life. All right, what's up, gang? We are joined by the, uh, the one and only Robert DeLong. Can I call you Bob. No, no, you can't. No, no, we're not that. We're not that close. Okay. (laughs)
2: Robbie's cool. Robbie's. Robbie's. Okay, we'll go Robbie. (laughs) Terrifying.
0: Robbie,
2: no, no, thanks. I don't know. I've known too many weird Bobbies, so I'm trying to avoid that one.
0: Okay, yeah, we call the we call the Robert here with us. Uh, We call him Bobby jokes all the time, just because I don't know. It's weird. I like just calling people Bobby and Bob. It is nice.
2: People call me DJ Bobby D sometimes. Oh, that's cool. That's
0: a pretty cool one. (laughs) Little good alter ego right there. So, uh, how you doing, man? How you been?
2: Uh, I'm doing fantastic. I've been great. Yeah. Just hanging out in Los Angeles in my uh, garage studio.
0: Yeah, that's what's up. You've been making a bunch of new music.
2: Yeah, I'm like kind of constantly making music. Yeah, I have. Uh, oh, I don't know, hundreds of demos laying around, and uh, some of them are good even. So that's cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when you like when you put together the album, if you've got all of those laying around, do you just kind of go and? Uh and like, like, all right, this one's going to work, or do you kind of just, like, fuck with them, see which one is going to is gonna pan out, and see which ones, or just, like, scrap some, and then uh do you, like, adapt to them, or do you just, like, pick those up? You're like, you know what, this is good to go, let's throw this on the album.
2: You know, every everything, every song's different. I mean, some songs are just, like, literally, like, I'll finish it, and then, like, send it to the label, and the next day I'm like, this song's awesome, that's going, you know, we're going to use that one. And other times it'll be, like, uh, I'll finish a song in my mind and then six months later pick it up again and completely rework it and then it becomes something else and then I produce it again and again uh so yeah I know it's everything's different and then like you know a lot of songs like I'll think is the best thing in the universe send it off to the you know my and guy at the label and then like a week later be like ooh, that's terrible Why, <laughs> like what was it, you know um so yeah I don't know there's there's no right or wrong way that it happens but uh I do produce a whole lot of music and a lot of it you'll never hear, so there you go.
1: <laughs> then,
0: but then, like you know, like eventually, like I'm like not to get like like grammar or anything. Like when you know when you, when you pass on, then like you got that vault that then they can like keep making you money post <laughs> post death, right? Like Prince did that. Michael Jackson still kind of does that every now and then. But then like oh, they've got like a 30 song DeLong album we can play for you.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I mean, uh, except that um, first of all, like I, I do think about that. Like the the the, the posthumous uh, like Prince releases, like those are songs he didn't want to release right you know, like
1: <laughs> he specifically
0: said don't put these out
2: yeah yeah but uh no yeah no i think it is cool i mean uh you know i i don't know how much money my family will make off of streaming these days anyway yeah.
0: <laughs> that's true like it's like a nickel every every listen if that yeah, right right but they'll be good. they'll be accepting money in bitcoin then exclusively i'm sure by that time yeah. um yeah. so like cool. you you're an incredibly unique musician you you started with the drums i know that but now like like you truly meet, bring like a new meaning to live music where it's a, it's a show going to see you. It's not just you putting on like these are the songs you heard on the album. I mean they are, but you are like incredible to watch in action like you got you have two drum kits you set up with, you got the keyboard right there. like what is your setup? like explain that to us, please.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. actually I can even yeah, you can even kind of see it over here a little bit. Um, at least the electronic portion of it, uh, kind of hard to see. but yeah, I mean, I have a, like a bunch of different like MIDI controllers. Uh, I have joysticks, I have like game pads that I've modified, to, uh-huh. you know, sounds, make live loops, and I sing, and then I have uh, a live drum kit, like in a traditional sense, and then I have kind of a stand-up kit, you can kind of see it over the camera, really um, but yeah, um, I got a lot of stuff, really, it comes down to it, and I run around and play all these things variously throughout the show, and, uh, uh, and it's fun, it's like a one-man show, but actually now I've started adding, a, I have a drummer uh, that joins me for about four songs, uh, which is fun, that's tight. Yeah, it like gives me a chance a to interact with somebody on stage, which is something I missed. I got lonely, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and then also like uh, I don't know. It's just it's it's cool. It, it brings a different energy to some of the tunes, especially the new ones. So,
0: so yeah. So like the, you st- if you start starting out as a drummer, what made you decide like I like you just slowly were like I'm interested in playing guitar. I'm interested in piano now. Like did you just slowly be like I want to learn this, and then you're just like you know what I'm not going to settle on anything. What made you decide not to just settle? on one particular instrument and just to kind of be like, you know what, what if I just combined it all and did it all at the same time?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I started out as a drummer. My dad was a drummer, so that's kind of how I, like, got into it, uh, into music in general. Um, but, I mean, as from as early as I can remember, I was writing songs, um, so I just love, you know, I, I, I love that whole thing, and, you know, I would dink around on the piano at the house, and I was always just interested in music in that sense. And, you know, it really came from producing. I, I started producing in high school, like, messing around with, I remember even junior high, like, uh, acid pro was the software I was using back then. And, uh, that like one thing led to another and, uh, you know, it forced me to like, I learned how to play guitar cause the guitarists in my bad punk band in junior high weren't good. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like all those kind of things. And, um, yeah. I, and then as I got older, you know, uh, through college, I was playing in like a million bands playing drums and then I'd produce them on the side or, you know, record. Um, and at the same time I was writing my own music and at some point I got tired of the, uh, I'm dealing with bands, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: you just wanted, <laughs> yeah, you want to be the alpha in the room. You don't want to have to take any shit from anybody and just like this is what I this is what I want to hear. I'm going to make it happen now.
2: Right. I mean, you know, like coming to consensus is like such a difficult thing and when you have a vision, it's just like easier to follow through with it when it's just you 100%. So that's what I did and um it was with no intention of, you know, making it my career or anything. It just kind of took off, uh which is awesome. So, yeah. yeah. Here we are.
0: Um, like, so like, I would say you fit into a, a like every genre of music almost besides like bluegrass and country. Like what, what like if you had gun to your head and you had to decide which genre you would fit under, what would you pick?
2: I don't know. I mean, I I, I always say like like some sort of like uh stupid thing like uh you know uh indie electronic future pop or something. I don't know. <laughs> that works. Yeah. Yeah, um but I mean I you know like I I I love all music so I think it I I don't know I I think we're at an era where it doesn't matter like you can kind of do whatever you want and people will accept it
0: I think. Yeah. Uh, a lot
2: more than maybe 10 years ago, you
0: know. Everything's available now with with everybody being able to put out their own stuff online. You're able to hear those those combinations of all of the sounds and like I think you've definitely capitalized on that and uh it's it's cool to hear, just like, oh, okay, like I'm not, I'm not a big EDM guy, but like when I'm listening to your shit, I'm kind of like I'm bumping my fist a little bit every now and then. You are bobbing your head, and uh, it kind of gets you into that stuff. And it's like I'm not, am I listening to EDM? No, I don't know. I'm listening to like Robert Delong. Robert Delong's his own thing to me.
2: Uh, I appreciate that, and it's, I mean, I, I do think. I mean, it's kind of funny. It's like uh, as far as like the whole like mainstream EDM thing, I'm not really a fan of that either. But it's, I love elements of it and. And I love to steal from everywhere. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> How hard would it be uh, yeah. to incorporate country into your music?
2: Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I think I've actually, I kind of started my project uh, before it went electronic, like doing sort of a pseudo folk thing, which had some sort of almost like southern rock elements in it. Uh, never quite the country thing, but shoot, I mean, anything's possible. I'm not, you know, I've always lived on the West Coast, so it's not very country of me, but.
0: yeah that's true that's true so like uh like what what do you what would you say was like the first stuff you were like listening to like that kind of got you into into all like the idea of like mixing everything together was it just like that you listened to everything and were like you know what fuck it i'm gonna throw it all in one thing and and make it my own or did you like particularly like this this was like what i want to combine with this like what two like artists or anything were you trying to combine a sound to when you originally started
2: I wouldn't say that i had there was any specific artists i think it was like that i was listening to a combination of a lot of different artists but like i think one of the the albums well, when i was in high school that really struck me that kind of borrowed from a few different worlds was that that postal service album uh give up you know like it, mm-hmm. you know it, he it was it, it was kind of the first like big step of like this is at one point it's indie pop and at one point it's like you know electronic music uh and uh there hadn't been a lot of that up to that point that really did something in a very almost like accessible way. Um, and for me, you know, as a, whatever I was in 17 year old when that came out, I think that was a big kind of defining point. Um, but everything, you know, I mean, I've listened to everything from, you know, when I was in high school, I think like listening to everything from Radiohead to Seagulls to at the drive-in, you know, all those things like, and then page with a lion, like I I thought that all those things kind of went together, even though in a weird way, they're all very different, you know? Um, and I think that's kind of where I started down that path or something I don't
0: know that's cool though that you're able to find like they they like you said they are very different but like that you're able to find the similarities in each of them and kind of piece that together to make your own unique thing I
2: guess so yeah maybe yeah, Maybe there's something wrong with me where I can't like separate <laughs> genres or something
0: nah no, I don't think there's anything <laughs> wrong with that You, it's like, uh, like people are, like <laughs> I don't see color when like people call them out and shit it's like no no I don't see genres that's you
2: Right, hey, sure, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, that that being said, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not a huge fan of. I'm I'm still a little frightened of the like the uh, the 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 country trap thing that's going on. I think that one's yeah. What me what on. is
0: that? That makes no sense to me.
2: I don't know. I just I don't know. I don't know. There's like it seems like a really weird thing. But it, you know maybe I'm wrong. Uh, you know I'm open. I'm open. I'm <laughs> sure, there's something redeeming about it.
0: So. um... Yeah. Like, you've got, I know you, like, you've you got all kinds of crazy stuff going on with, uh, with your setup. Like, we kind of talked, like, I, so I know that at one point you had the Wii controller. Did you have an N64 controller? Or am I imagining that?
2: No, I do. Yeah. I have an yeah. N64 yeah. controller. Got a Wii remote that I use. Um, yeah. Like, I use, like, the Wii remote to, like, glitch out my vocals in different ways. And, you know, I shake it around and it, like, speeds up the delay or stuff like that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of nerdy stuff. I've, uh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I was poor in college and uh, collected all this crap um, <laughs> uh, because it was cheaper than, you know, buying, like, uh, expensive MIDI peripherals, and I just learned how to hack it, and since then, uh, it's just been the bane of my existence, lugging all this crap around with me.
0: <laughs> it's, it's pretty badass, yeah. like, hacking stuff, right? I mean, I don't know how to do that, but it sounds awesome to me, like, to just, like, I just hacked a Wii remote. Like, was that, that's got to be a cool feeling, right?
2: Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think so, you know, I mean, it's... It's exciting when it works, uh, and I love tinkering, you know, I just love, like, spending a lot of time trying to figure something out, and, mm-hmm. and and messing around with things that don't, you know, like, these two things don't belong together, well, let's figure out a way to make them work, you know?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, like, like, just, this kind of came up when I was doing some research to, for the interview, like, did anybody ever ask you if you are related to Tom Delon?
2: Oh my god, all the time. I'm sure, uh, and like,
0: you're, it's not even spelled the same, I know that, but... It's got to come up yeah.
2: every now and then. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, one of my favorites was I was doing these shows uh, where I was guesting uh, with K-Flay um, down in... Uh, it was actually, yeah, Houston. Uh, I think Houston was this show. Um, nice. And, uh, I, you know, I was only singing for one song, so I was just up uh, in the bar having a drink in the balcony. And, you know, somebody walks up and is like, oh, you were great up there today, man. Um, you know, I really love your work that you've been doing with alien research. Uh, I love your... <laughs> And I was like, got the wrong DeLong. Sorry that, you know, I don't look anything like him, actually. Yeah.
0: But, like, if you were like, 6'3". thought about taking credit for it, maybe? Like, just, like, one time? Just like, yeah, dude. Like, sign some autographs?
2: Yeah, I just don't know enough about aliens to, uh... That's
0: true. That's true, but does anybody really? Because if you were just, like, bullshitting the whole time, I'm sure that they'd be like, oh, man, he seems like he's really into it.
2: Yeah, no, I guess you're right. I guess you're right, but it seems like they they did their research, so yeah, I know. I, they were I ready know. to
0: like call you out on it, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so uh, like I, I went to a music festival a couple months ago. It was called In Bloom here in Houston, and they had Little Dicky out there. And like with like I've noticed with like rappers that I've seen recently are just they have like hype guys that go out there, and it's like before the rapper comes out, you got the guy that says, "Yo, yo, put your hands together! It's Little Dicky in the house." Make some noise! Ah. Like, can I be your hype guy for the roast, for the Bud Light roast?
2: Totally. yeah, I love it. Yeah, please come out, man. Uh, well, yeah, you have to have like really cool pants. That's important. Oh yeah, dude, I got um,
0: pants. I got the pants down, man.
2: Cool pants. Uh, I have, I have an air horn sample uh, that oh. I use for my Wii remote now. That like flashes like an Illuminati symbol on the screen every time I press it. So I think it's perfect. I think we got it.
0: That would be dude. that'd be pretty tight, dude. That'd be pretty tight. Yeah, the Bud Light roast. That's ju- I should probably promote that first. Shouldn't I? Uh it's July twenty first out at the Woodlands Pavilion. You can get tickets now at the Buzz dot com. Robert DeLong obviously on the bill. I am looking most forward to seeing him. And uh we're it's gonna be Blue October, AWOL Nation, and Theory of a Dead Man as well as local band Hold On Hollywood, who just opened up for John Bon Jovi not too long ago. Okay, let's just uh let's get into some some other questions. Like what's your uh just what's your favorite color, buddy? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, what well, uh 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 it is blue. Though okay. I do think it's a funny, funny question, right? I mean, like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I always say it's like it's not really something you like talk about since you were like nine, right? Right. <laughs> like,
0: is, but like, uh, you can't no, have a song and not get never asked that.
2: Blue, so fuck me, right?
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, speaking of of uh, of that same song, have you ever like how how often would you say that you walk around naked with socks on only? Because I'm not really like a socks and naked guy. I just Socks are usually like the first thing I take off,
2: you know I mean, honestly that was when we were writing that uh Christine and I just thought that was like a funny line, but like totally, I do that all the time i'm like uh, <laughs> i am I'm, I'm the worst man I'll sleep in jeans like i don't i uh, like I wear clothes to bed, but I wear socks all the time. I almost never take my socks off. I'm not wearing socks right now, I just took a shower, but yeah. That's weird. I guess that's weird. I no, don't know.
0: No, when you say you like fall asleep in jeans, do you pass out in jeans, or do you just continue like, fuck it, I'm just going to sleep like this?
2: It's, yeah, I mean, it's always one of those things, yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I actually, I feel like I never go to bed unless I'm just so exhausted. Like, I'll just stay up. I Why I stay up to like 4 or 5 a.m. all the time. Oh,
0: it's okay. just
2: like, I'm not always like partying or anything. It's like, I'll be working and then just be like, oh, man, all right. Uh, I'm gonna keep doing this until I'm literally falling asleep at the computer, and then I'm gonna go pass out. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but I don't mind. I mean, I don't mind. I, I wake up in a hot sweat at like you know 10 a.m. But
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, what would like? This is a weird question, but I like to ask this with a uh, with a lot of bands. Uh, what what is your favorite lyric from any of your songs?
2: From any of my songs?
0: Yeah. Oh shoot. Does anything stick out that like means the most to you, or like if you had to just pick one not line necessarily, but like lyric, what would it go? What would it be?
2: No, I mean, I I like a lot of my lyrics, uh, but (laughs) honestly, I mean, if I had to choose, I was thinking about this on my run today.
0: uh, Sick brag about running. Oh yeah, just just
2: running like six miles, no big deal, Uh, uh, but uh, uh I was thinking about the the line uh, If you love your friends Then teach them all the difference Between reason and reasons I like that line I don't know Something about I feel like that's a little uh, That was something I wrote A long time ago Like 2010 uh, On my record Just Movement Which came out in 2012 Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, yeah I like that line It's nice I don't know Uh, I think it's a little bit Like you know Yeah it's good There's a line (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. That works.
0: Uh, I think my favorite one of your lines is also from Global Concept. It's uh, it's from uh, from Global Concepts actually. It's uh, we share a mortal frame. If you can hear, reacts to every sound, but no people move the same. And I know you're kind of talking about dance, but like right. to me, it's like it could be anything really. Like everybody reacts differently to every okay. piece of news, especially today. Like whatever you're listening to on the news that causes somebody to get outraged or someone's happy about something else, you know. And uh, I don't know. I thought that was a pretty solid little uh, little line right there.
2: Yeah, no, that's a good. I uh, thank you. I like that song. That's a, uh, I was, that's a good line. <laughs>
0: do you? Uh, what's your? Uh, do you have a song you hate that you've like that you've got out already? Like, if you had to pick a least favorite one of your songs, or like, is there a song that you just don't play live anymore because you you're just tired of it? And then like in reverse, what what do you love to play? Like, what is your favorite song to play on
1: stage? Or did you just I mean, uh, to just uh, listen to?
2: Honestly, the song uh, that I got really sick of um was my uh song possessed uh from my last record i don't know i just something about it i just uh i liked it when i wrote it but i i don't like it anymore and so i don't play it out anymore sorry if anybody loves that song
0: that's actually Uh, robert's favorite song here so he's upset
2: yeah i'm sorry uh (laughs) it'll come back don't worry uh everything in waves but um i love uh playing favorite colors blue because it's new you know Mm um and i Uh, and it's you know it's new and people know it so that's fun um uh yeah i mean i'm playing some other new tunes too which are also very fun but you know no one knows them yet so it's a little bit uh you know less exciting um but
1: yeah so when you finish when you finish an album do you get like a sense of relief like oh i'm glad it's done or like are you more anxious like uh, how people are going to react to it like what what are your thoughts when you finish an album
2: uh Usually, by the time an album gets finished, it's like, "Oh my god, this is taking so long!" Like, just get it out of here, put it (laughs) out, please. (laughs) Um, And uh, and then, like, yeah, then like a a a sense of dread, you know? (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like,
2: like, oh boy, how's this gonna do? All that work. Um, But uh, yeah, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what an album is anymore. Uh, I'm gonna be putting out like an EP uh, in September. And then I'll probably put out nice. another EP sometime after that, and then maybe another EP. I might just, like, put out EPs for the rest of my life. Because, um, I don't know, I, I I think people digest music in different ways, and I feel like I have so many songs that are, like, five songs work together, and that's dope. But, like, the uh-huh. idea of having, like, 12 songs that make sense together, I don't know, I don't. I just don't have anything like that right now. I feel like I have, like... like pockets of songs that are all very different but like they kind of each fit together in different ways so I I, I don't know that's kind of my uh that's the Robert Long model at least for the foreseeable future here we go
0: Like, didn't, we'll see how the
2: label feels about that but. didn't Drake just put out
0: like a 30 song album like that's that's like a little much buddy right it's like hey we don't need 30 songs like give us like 12, 15 max maybe right like 30 is too many
1: I,
2: I do agree with that you know I think the other thing is though it's all about like the kind of artist you are you know you're Drake. Like people are probably gonna listen to any of the crap you put out. You know yeah, what I mean, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think people would listen to it if I put out a thirty-song album. But I think that a lot of the cooler songs would get lost because there's just too much crap. Mm-hmm. With it, you know what I mean? I, that's kind of the way I feel. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Who knows? No one knows. Whatever. I'm gonna put out music. Hopefully, people like it.
0: That's right. Yeah. So when you when you like my whole, th- I've always wondered about how like how singles are chosen. Like as the artist. Do you have a hand in being like this is what I want to be the single or is it just 100% up to the record company where it's like hey we like long way down that's what we're going to go with and like you have no say about it even like if you wanted to be like oh I want to put jealousy out instead like what like do do you have a say in it or is it mostly like what they think is going to sell well
2: I personally kind of like to make music and then sort of relinquish the 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 commercial aspect to the powers that be you know obviously i'm gonna have a say and be like yo dog no you're wrong that's not the one or whatever uh or like push for a song i like but but honestly i like i know that's not what my ear is for you know choosing a single uh smart, that being yeah. said we've always agreed like like long way down it was like immediately like everyone was like yeah no that's the one so mm-hmm. let's do it uh same with like favorite colors blue it was between favorite colors blue and three other tunes which will be the subsequent singles um nice which is a good problem to have, you know, but yeah. it's kind of like, this one makes sense, and it's cool, and it's like, it's kind of a fun way to come back after a two-year hiatus with, like, eh, hey, doing, you know, something that sounds very different with, uh, you know, with uh, featuring a, a friend that's uh, also doing cool stuff in uh, the alternative world. So, yeah, I don't know. That was kind of that, that one. But, you know, you kind of roll the dice when you choose a single anyway, mm-hmm. so
0: I don't know. Well, are you ever, like it, like, creating, like, like, I'm just gonna use long way down again as an example, but like when you're in the middle of making that, is there ever like a moment like this is gonna be the the song that's like the big single like do you ever feel that, or is that just that just happens afterwards?
2: Yeah no never felt that honestly, okay. during the creation of a good I felt like I have felt that before, and it's always during a song that ended up being like like cheese ball, you know <laughs> what I mean, just like oh, that's that's not good. Like, Cause it has to be a little bit authentic for to be a good single, and you know, but it has to be accessible too. True. Uh, and so you have to find something that can be both. Um, and and uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the ones that that feel like, I don't know. But like Long Way Down was just easy to write. Uh, Favorite Colors Blue was just easy to write. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a song coming out later uh, called Revolutionary. It was just easy to write. Like all those songs, and they're I think they're good because of that. You know, um, yeah. I mean, Global Concepts. I was just the I, that was the it was like i wrote that in like three hours and that was it you know what i mean really? so so yeah yeah which is great
0: um do you, yeah. one, of, one of the big things at your shows is uh you're almost always rocking the face paint when you go out on stage now i know that your girlfriend kind of is heavily behind the reasoning for like she was the one that kind of helped get that all started and now like from city to city you guys go there and you got the people that set everybody up with the face paint like what like how did like how did that become like i know she started it but like what made her be like hey we should throw some face paint on
2: it was just kind of like my friends uh early days like um would show up to shows with their faces painted and it just kind of grew from there you know and uh yeah and we kind of expanded it and uh now i'm i've i've relinquished control to the uh to the fans and they can uh paint themselves on the way in, uh, it becomes logistically improbable at some point to, uh, (laughs) (laughs) put the whole thing together. Um, yeah, no, it's fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, you know, and that kind of stemmed from the whole like rave culture thing. And, uh, you know, I feel like my music has kind of like diverged from being like, you know, very rave-tastic, uh, you know, which is just what, you know, the natural progression of things. Um, so yeah, there we are. Here we are.
0: Like so, like do you do your own face paint? Do you pick like? Do you ever like just go like? I'm gonna go war paint design. You maybe like let me throw on like some ultimate warrior kind of face paint at some point. Ultimate like, warrior. have you ever thought about like wearing eye black? Just like doing eye black like football players do. Yeah.
2: I was thinking, you know, I, yeah, I think I said I'm gonna change up my whole. I'm gonna go for like a 2005 uh, Green Day. You know what I mean? Okay. Just like and then I like have a uh, yeah. No, I no, I don't know. I, I a I don't do my own face paint. Okay. i'm not really wearing face paint anymore i'm just like i've decided yeah it's not really my thing right now uh you know i guess i'm just not having a good enough time uh and just kidding um and uh <laughs> yeah, but i'm wearing uh i'm wearing sunglasses more often on stage these days oh that's um, cool
0: because,
2: no it's not cool it's because i have a i have a laser harp do you know what a laser harp is
0: yeah i've seen you, you do it with favorite colors blue right
2: yeah yeah and I have, I have a couple more features that i'm using it with and uh it's pretty sick, but, uh, you know, I don't want to inflict any permanent eye
0: damage to uh, myself
2: on stage or the sunglasses.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. smart. Do you have like a brand? Like what's your go-to sunglasses or you just get like, you just pick up whichever group, like whichever, uh, pairs laying around.
2: I lose uh, a pair of sunglasses per city is kind of my, uh, <laughs> MO. Uh, and even before using the laser harp, that's always been my thing. So yeah, uh, yeah. I'll continue to do that and uh, continue to buy cheap sunglasses because of that. <laughs> All,
0: right. All right. Um I got
2: a sunglass sponsorship. I
0: mean, you know, I don't know if someone's out there. Hey like Ray-Ban. Oakley. If you're listening, what's up?
2: Ray-Ban, hey babe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um like I know that you deal with a bunch of like famous people. Who is the most famous person that you've got in your phone? Like the most famous phone number.
2: I don't know. Uh I mean Rivers Cuomo, uh. Yeah. Uh, uh I don't know if that's The most famous is that? I I mean,
0: I don't know. To to you, is that the most famous in your phone?
2: Probably. Yeah. I mean, uh, um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. A bunch of artists in my phone. Yeah, but it's all like, they're just, just, you know, fucking dorks like me. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, right, right. Like, uh,. Yeah, uh, I mean, probably Daniel Glass, the head of my label, is the most famous person in my phone. Jesus, that guy—he probably call. knows more people than uh, all of us artists combined. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. You want to like give? You want to just pull your phone out, give Rivers a call real fast, see see what he thinks? Like, see who's uh, the, No, probably not.
2: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if we have that relationship. We've just written this together. Um, he's he's a fun guy though. He's a real. I mean, he's as weird and cool as he seems. You know? Uh, he's like the real deal. I love that about people like when you meet people they like do fully fulfill that your expectation of them being weird yeah you know but like also not in a bad way like oh they're cool you
0: know i don't know like, <laughs> that's like good. quirky not weird weird you know
2: no yeah not like not like uh like breathing heavily in the corner weird like you know
0: <laughs> hey some people do that it's just a it's a, it's a condition man <laughs> um, yeah i know
2: i think i have a little bit but
0: Uh, Have you ever thought about like maybe helping me save the world instead of just fucking around all the time?
2: Um. Yeah. No. I'd love to help you save the world. I mean, from nothing, though. I I mean, obviously that line's a little bit of a joke.
0: No, I know. Uh, I just I I was trying um, trying to formulate a question out of it. uh, But
2: but yeah, no, actually, uh, yeah, no, I'll help you save the world depending on what your what your version of saving the world is.
0: Hey, July twenty first at the Woodlands, we'll just hang out. That's like saving the world. We're just gonna drink. So yeah, other no, I think, don't drink all the beer. We gonna,
2: we're gonna create world peace. Yeah, that's I, I think that's what we'll do. Yeah, it'll be like that's amazing. Yeah, and I'll just meditate for world peace.
0: Right, that That'll works. I'm down for that. After <laughs> after uh, we do like, I hype them up, and then you go on stage, just crush it, and then uh, we'll go just world peace. Done. It's a hell of a day, right there.
2: What a day! Wow. Yeah, so get your tickets so like now, guys. awesome.
0: Get your tickets at thebuzz.com. They're as cheap as $15, guys. That's a steal. Why would you not? Why would you not go to the buzz.com to get those tickets? All right, so I got some uh, some some segments that we're going to do, and now we do these with all our guests. We do this with all of our, our guests, but uh, our uh, first one is since, like, the it says the Bud Light Roast, so I want you to pick one of the other bands on the lineup and just roast them real fast.
2: Roast them? Yeah, all just, right. just roast um- them. Shoot, I mean, I've played a lot of shows with They Nation. So, what, 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 what would I do to roast them?
0: I don't know. It's a, balls in your court.
2: I'm not really like I'm not really good <laughs> at this. I'm not really good at making fun of people or being funny on the spot. Um, I mean, if I had to roast Daywall Nation, though, I'd say something. Well, okay, this is there's this. Um, uh, I've played like dozens of shows with them just because of like radio stuff or whatever. And I swear to God, every fucking time we play a show, I have some weird technical problem with my rig or like some shit happens and i swear to god they're sabotaging me uh and so uh wall nation you're a bunch of saboteurs mm. you know why don't you just uh why don't you just let there be an even playing field you know in the may the best band win you know what i mean right you don't have to go cutting my cables no but seriously they're they're nice guys i don't want to you
0: know no we need uh, a headline robert we need a headline we need like we need some beef that's not in the rap game anymore rap is already stealing all the beef we need some beef in like the alternative universe
2: uh robert DeLong calls awol nation a bunch of uh sabotaging uh sabotaging saboteurs i don't know yeah there we go that's fine (laughs) sabotaging
0: (laughs) sissies works We'll see. Uh, we'll see what Aaron has to say back to that. But it's uh, come back to haunt me. <laughs> you never know, man. You never know. Word travels fast. Um, <laughs> staying on the Bud Light roast, uh, this is a fun little game we also play with all of our guests. Uh, fuck Mary Kill, A Wall Nation, Blue October, and Theory of a Dead Man.
2: All right. Well, um, <laughs> fuck Mary Kill. I, I would. I, uh, wait, wait. Give, uh, give me, give me the lineup again, real quick. Uh, we got A Wall Nation, uh,
0: Blue October, and Theory of a Dead Man.
2: Well, Mary Blue October. Okay. Yeah.
0: I think I would go that way as well. Justin's eyes, you know, and Justin just cares about you. He wants, like, their new single, I Hope You're Happy. He just wants you to be happy, and, you know, I feel like Justin's going to take care of you.
2: Yeah, I know, and he had some success back when music was making money, so that's a good bet. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I mean, Theory of a Dead Man, I just don't know their music, so I think I'd have to kill him.
0: Well, they're you know dude, I mean? like it just, says "dead" in their name, you know. Like you're gonna, if you have to kill somebody yeah. and their name is Dead Man, you know, like you gotta go with that, right?
2: And I think Aaron is is quite attractive from uh, AWOL Nation, so I'd definitely fuck the shit out of that guy.
0: <laughs> I mean, and they're kind of high paced. They seem like they'd be fun, anyways. You know, you're gonna have a good time with Yeah, AWOL. Right? You're gonna have a good time with AWOL. Blue October's gonna cherish you, and then Theory of a Dead Man. You, I'm sorry, guys, you have "dead" in your name. And we just gotta kill you.
2: Sorry. The, I will listen, I'll listen to them at the. At the show, though, so I can find out if I made the right decision.
0: That's true. You might have to switch it up. We, we'll, we'll, we'll like regroup afterwards and see if you have any changes Perfect. to your your fucking kill. <laughs> um, and I know you've been on you've been on Jimmy Kimmel before. Oh yeah. So uh, I I wanted to make you feel more at home while you're on our podcast. Uh, another another thing we do with everybody that's on the podcast, not definitely not just you. Uh, this is uh, like it's called not very nice tweets. You ready for some? I got I got a couple for you.
1: Um, okay cool
0: let's start off with uh, this is from at Robert DeLong Hater 666 definitely a real account and it says uh, cool face paint not that's a pretty pretty crazy burn right there huh? how you feel about that
2: yeah whatever I don't know it sounds like I, I, I feel like that was like w- one of my crew guys made that and thought that was funny or something
0: <laughs> All right, what about uh? this is from at more like Robert DeShort 6969 and he says, what is this? Music for robots? Ooh. does that cut deep? Yeah, what a
2: burn. Yeah. You need some aloe vera no, for that? I wish, I, wish, I wish there were robots out there listening to my music. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I mean, the robots yeah. are going to take over the world one day, so wouldn't you rather be in power at the end of the run? Yeah,
2: Alexis going to love my jams.
0: There you go. Uh, all right, I've got one more for you. This is our final one. This is from at Bong 420 And um, he Ooh, okay. says... The Goo Goo Dolls Long Way Down was way cooler. Who? I didn't even know there was a Goo
2: Goo Dolls Long Way Down song. Is there? Yeah, I
0: think so. <laughs> must be. Must be. Must be, true must be because the yeah. Jobbert DeBong says so.
2: Jobbert DeBong 420. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I love that guy.
0: Those are totally.
2: Are... Did you actually find these or did you do these? I, I Because I didn't, I didn't have It was, it was me.
0: <laughs> I just wanted you to it feel was... like you were on Jimmy Kimmel. And so was just, you know, I wanted, to, like, I wanted you to feel like you a part of a big production. I don't want to feel like you you I did all like, this interview for nothing.
2: I feel like I haven't been enough of an asshole to really create that many haters. And maybe I'm just not famous enough, you know, to have, like, the real strong hate community, you know? But, um, you know, maybe maybe there are. Maybe there's some some people out there that really hate me. Yeah, really. There was, I, this is actually... What'd you say? I was, I was, I was FaceTiming uh, a friend uh, the other day, and they were hanging out, and then somebody, like, mentioned my name. And this guy in the background is like Robert DeLong. I fucking hate that guy. His music sucks. And then they <laughs> handed the phone to him, and I talked to him, and I thought that was hilarious.
0: Did Did he realize it was you or at at any point, or was he just like, oh shit, my bad?
2: Yeah, no. And then he hung up because he was embarrassed. Yeah, but
0: <laughs> got him there. Yeah,
2: whatever. Was-
0: All right. Well, uh, those were the the weird segments, I guess. I mean, we still uh, the rest of the podcast is going to be kind of weird. But uh, this was we do a segment every week. Called not cool and we just talk about something that has happened within the last week that just you might be like, Hey man, that's not cool. And it can be something like extreme, it can be something as minor as like, Man, this asshole didn't put his cart back at the grocery store and my car got hit because of it. Like it can be anything. Not cool, man. Dude, that's not cool. Not cool. Not cool. Not cool, man. Dude, that's not cool. Not cool. Not cool. Dude, that, not, 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 not cool. I'll start us off, if you want to think of one, if you want to like get get your brain, get your mind jogging a little bit. I know you've already jogged, but now the brain can start jogging up a little bit if you want to think of one. Right. Robert, uh, my, our, our Robert here, not not Bob, or uh, Robbie, excuse me, it's Robbie, uh, but uh, Robert can go after me if you want to keep thinking, but uh, I'll start, and I have, uh, so I went to, I went to a uh, an appearance the other day, uh, about a week ago, and I I saw that there was a generator from our radio station sitting on the concrete, and they had packed up and forgot to take the generator me being the uh the company man that i am thought hey you know what's a great idea is i'm gonna go grab this generator and just throw it in my trunk and then i'll take it in to work on monday and i did that and then totally forgot that it was in the trunk of my car but for a week was driving around like why the hell does my car smell like gasoline and i thought oh. something was wrong with my car i was looking up stuff I was like i don't have the money to pay for all this if it's what all this stuff says it is and then I was driving somewhere uh, like a week later, and I was like, oh, I have a generator in the back of it, and that's got gas in it. That's probably why. Because I was putting air fresheners in there, spraying shit in there, and I couldn't get that smell out at all. I've had it out for about a week now. My car still smells like gasoline. And so that is my not cool, that I can't get the smell of gasoline out of my car.
2: That sucks. I had something similar happen the other day. Do you know what uh, squid sauce is?
0: No. Explain.
2: It's something... It's something you, like, use to cook, like, um, like Asian food with, you know? Um, okay. Like, in curry, maybe, and stuff. Uh, we had a giant, like, industrial-sized bottle and uh, fell off. I was opening the fridge. I was slamming the door of the fridge. I was, a little like, a little bit, you know, I was, like, pumped up. And I had slammed the door of the fridge and, and the squid sauce falls. And, like, it, that was, like, two weeks ago, and it's just starting to dissipate. But <laughs> I would say for the last week, my big not cool was I left – My 15 inch MacBook Pro, totally backed up, so don't worry about it. But I left it in the seat back on an airplane and Mm. still trying to get it back from the airline if indeed they have it. Sad day.
0: Have they said they have it or are they just like in the process of looking for it, quote unquote?
2: I mean, you know, yeah, American Airlines at LAX. I don't have a lot of hope that, you know, in the (laughs) next month they'll figure it out, but, uh, I mean, I was like the last person off the airplane, so unless like one of the cleaners stole it, which I, I kind of doubt, that'd be kind of a tough thing to like, sneak out. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's probably just getting processed and like whatever. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty uh, you know, it's a pretty identifiable one. It's uh, over the Apple logo. I have uh, a sticker of Ned Flanders uh, with a tab of acid on his tongue, so I feel like that's <laughs> a pretty like, uh, not very many of that laptop catch your eye bad. for sure. Right? Yeah. So,
0: did you put it in like the seat the seat back pocket?
2: I know you're not supposed to.
0: Ah. I don't don't even put, like, anything in that stuff ever because I'm always like, I know I will forget it. 100% I know I will forget it. So I'm just always paranoid, and that's... But I don't fly as much as you, so I'm sure that, like, you've got a lot of...
2: I've done it it hundreds of times, and it was just... I don't know. I had two computers with me. One of them made it
0: out, so... (laughs) Was that the first time you've lost anything on the plane?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe I left, like shoot nothing no i think i'd like left leftovers at worst you know that's not I, I, bad yeah it does suck though that's that's not a good one to lose not your laptop mm-hmm.
0: like what's uh, what is worse we've we've discussed this on the show in the last couple of weeks but uh, what is worse to lose your uh, keys wallet phone or i guess computer now you have to lose or like which one of those is the worst out of them
2: um honestly weirdly I, i'd say phone because at I, I, I back up all my data, and I back up my data to the cloud, so the laptop is like, it sucks, it costs a bunch of money, but whatever, um, uh, uh, keys and wallet, like, those things are all replaceable, it's a pain in the dick, but it's replaceable. Um, but a phone, it's like, now what do you do? Like, let's say you're traveling alone, or something, mm. you're fucked, it's like, I don't know how to do anything without my phone, I can't even like, yeah, I mean, you open a door, I can barely do that without Like, who do I, I
0: call? I don't have, what do I call with? I don't know anybody's number anymore.
2: There's pay phones. I don't carry cash. I don't know.
0: So, um And, like, yeah. n- nobody lets you use their phone now because everybody's scared you're going to run off with it. So, yeah, yeah kind, I- you are kind of screwed. That's a good point because you're on the road a lot more than we are. But I always was, like, a wallet. Like, wallet is the worst to me because, like, you have so many chores that come with losing your wallet. Yeah.
2: Uh, really, I suck. Replacing your ID, getting all those new uh, credit cards or whatever. Yeah, uh, I gotta
0: get my insurance card now. I gotta cancel all of this, and then you gotta do the whole like, let me go and make sure my Netflix account has the right credit card. Oh shit, my energy didn't get paid because the credit card was old, and I got a new one and forgot to change it. I just feel like with with the wallet comes some added stuff. But yeah, the phone does suck initially. The worst, I would say.
2: Yeah, but I don't know. It's all bad. I, I'm, I'm I'm really not pumped about losing my my laptop you know i
0: yeah. need that
2: effect. come on american airlines if you're out there watching this which i know you're not
0: well they totally do they're big big listeners of the podcast american yeah. airlines all <laughs> of them listen um uh, so you guys just help him out and uh you know maybe he'll come back on the podcast because of it um our robert uh robert here with me what's
1: your do you have a not cool buddy uh i think my not cool would still have to be my color blindness he is colorblind yeah i so. am uh, you know we were talking earlier how like can you see say the color blue <laughs> we were talking earlier how, you know, people don't normally say what their favorite color is anymore. But I still sometimes do because it's gray. Even though I'm colorblind and I have a hard time seeing red, red is my favorite color.
2: So you're you're not like full colorblind. You're like, the, what, what what's the version of it? There's like, like names
1: that. I don't remember the name, but I know it's like red green colorblindness.
2: Right. He, Wait, has, I'm
1: to... he has an app on his phone that he like points at stuff and it tells him what color things are. It's pretty cool. For real, you do? Yeah, I do. I had to make sure, you know, because I had, I had like curtains in my apartment for like years that I always thought were brown. And when just randomly someone told me that these were green, and that was a shock to me.
2: That's crazy. I I mean, I, I think about that like you're cool with stoplights, you
1: know? Like... Uh, the stoplights, I, I always thought that green looked more like white to me. So I always wondered why do people call these white light? Yeah, why do people always call these the green light when it looks more like white? Oh, that's funny. But Uh, like, I can tell the different shades and like
0: the location of them, like top or left.
2: Right. So that's something that you know. uh, uh, Here on the West Coast, all of our stoplights are vertical. Okay. You know what I mean? You guys have the horizontal ones down there sometimes, don't you?
0: Yeah, Yeah, ours are mixed.
2: Yeah, the horizontal ones confuse me, man. I mean, I can imagine being colorblind and living on the West Coast and coming there, you'd be, you might be fucked.
0: Every week, yeah. You might just st- start driving at random times, <laughs> just whenever you felt like it, yeah.
1: Um.
0: Okay. Let's move along to uh. We got we got one more segment for you, and this is uh. This is called the answers segment, and it's my favorite part of the podcast every week. But uh, when I was when I was in school, Robert, I was told by a teacher one time that there was no such thing as a stupid question, and I remember being like, okay, well, I don't even I don't remember what my question was, but I remember being all confident, raising my hand, asking it, and then everybody laughed at me. And I was like, what the fuck? I thought there was no such thing as a stupid question. And I vowed to myself, when it's my turn to answer the questions, I'm going to make sure that I answer everybody's question, no matter how stupid it is. So I got a podcast. Or I started a podcast. I didn't get one. I just made one up. And uh, I was like, I'm going to just have an answers question, like answers segment. You send me in the dumbest questions you can think of, and we'll get to the bottom of all of these hard-hitting questions. You down to you down to, d- to dig into this with us? Yeah, sure. Here we go. Why so just answer the question? Why just answer the question? Be honest, no big deal. Answer, answer the question. Don't change the subject. Just answer the open question. If I, what, what's the answer? All right. Our first question is from Nicholas in Iowa, and uh, he says, "Is the internet ruining the word pamphlet?" What well, I mean, who cares? <laughs> I mean, but these are the questions. So, like, so we got to get to the bottom of it. I would, agree, I would say that it's not ruining necessarily the word pamphlet. Maybe the internet is ruining pamphlets because now you can get all your information online instead of yeah, having so to be handed out a pamphlet for it.
2: Yeah, but then you're just like wasting paper on pamphlets. Those things are always just wasted paper, dude. It's who cares? That's what I, That's what I say. I mean, you know, send, send me a PDF or something.
0: Yeah. Me. Right. Like, <laughs> I can look at it this on my phone, man. I don't need to be. I don't need to be printing it out. Uh, uh, but like, uh, I was at the doctor the, like not too long ago, and they had that whole little like rack of like, here's fifteen pamphlets for you. Uh, if you got low calcium, here's this one, and here's this one. If you think you're diabetic, and I was like, man, why don't we just say like, hey, email this, and like, go to this website? That'd be an easy sign to put up, and then oh, well, now we can go look at it whenever we want. I don't have to hold on to a pamphlet. Yeah,
2: well, I mean that's actually called web nd, and it's just a good way to decide that you have cancer. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: uh... yeah, I'm about to die. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I would say no, it's not ruining the word pamphlet. It's kind of ruining pamphlets, though. It's just it's doing away yeah. with them. Um, our next question comes from Will Cruz. What's up, Will? He, sa- uh, he says, robbing first-class passengers on their way to the bathroom. Is that joining the Mile Highwaymen Club? Now, I looked up what highwaymen means because I didn't know what that meant, so I had to go look it up. Dictionary.com says a man typically on a horseback who held up travelers at gunpoint okay so i guess you would have to have uh, a horse and be on a plane
2: so stealing from first class passengers on your way to the back mile high women club um uh what's the question there is that that? yes
0: yes this is how our questions are they're not very good questions
2: no i would say yes that is i mean that, that's awesome that's great i will uh it's like a that's great it's like a joke <laughs> I
0: think. yeah i think a lot of them are meant to um, be jokes is but, that a
2: pun? Would
1: that be
0: considered a pun? Uh, yeah, because it's like wordplay, right?
1: Right. That's yeah, oh,
0: good. It's a good... We'll consider uh, it a pun. Yeah. A I, bare minimum. I definitely... Yeah, it's, it's at least a minimum pun. But uh, I would definitely say, yeah, we'll call it a mile highwayman. That'd be cool. Cool. That'd be a cool yeah. brag. Um, Sean Comitz weighs in and says, at what point does a garden become a park?
2: Ooh, at what point does a garden become a park? Um, when it's public property, right?
0: But like, don't they have like public gardens? Like, I know in That's Houston park, they've got like right? those uh, the botanical gardens you can go to, but those aren't parks necessarily.
2: Oh yeah, but aren't those privately owned? I don't even know. I mean,
0: I I'm not know. sure. Uh, uh, I would say like when you have like playgrounds. I don't know because that'd be a playground. Never mind.
2: I think when the city says it's a park. Or when you put the word park in it, I think then it's a park, right? Is that basically it?
0: I guess that would be. it. I, I mean, I was trying to think like what would be like the defining thing for a park, but like we'd have to have, you got to have some benches in it. Like you can't, you're just a garden if you don't have benches. Like that's our that's our first parameter we got to set there, because if I don't have any place to sit, then I'm just looking at plants, and that's straight up only a garden. But if I got a place to sit, then maybe I can watch some birds. I can feed some birds. If there's a pond there, then I think we're we're way closer to it being a park than just a garden.
1: I think there I has mean, to be a certain amount of shade.
2: Yeah, see, I I think I, I think you guys are forgetting, though, that like, I I live in Los Angeles, and there are literally things that are called parks here that are just a slab of concrete. Nothing to sit on, just a slab of concrete. That's a park. I
0: mean, it's like just H- got like, a tree in it?
2: Yeah. And it's like, you know, 100 feet by 100 feet. Really? Bring your kids...
0: <laughs> do people really play at though? like like take no, kids no, okay just
2: if people set up tent sleep there and then get kicked out by the police like every other day that's what uh, yeah los angeles great place <laughs>
0: <laughs> well like that's the next one so do we know if you're allowed to sleep in parks because can you sleep in like central park i think you can right people sleep in central sure. park all the time so if you can't sleep in it then it's not a park right like even well, if they can- call it a park
2: Again, I mean, I know from LA, it's like uh, most parks close at sundown. and You're not allowed ah. to be there afterwards. So yeah, I mean, I'd say some parks you can, some parks you can't. I can sleep in any park during the middle of the day, and I think that's totally that's acceptable. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, but I'd have to. I couldn't be naked with socks. I'd have to be clothing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to be locked up naked with socks, right? All uh, oh, right. Okay, that was so. Yeah, I guess I, I'm going to go back to your original answer. I don't know why I just uh, I elongated that, but uh, yeah. Like, it's when the fucking city says it is a park. Right.
2: Okay. All right.
0: Thanks for keeping us woke on, like, letting us know that there's, like, really small parks there. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Are they Like, like does everybody make fun of them? Like, you guys make fun of them, right? Like, that's not a park. Or do no, you just kind I, of ignore it now?
2: There's, like, a patch of dirt uh, near our house that they're considering turning into a park. Um, <laughs> but the city's so broke that they're just like, yeah, we're just going to sell it to make it, to develop it. Because the city's broke.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Our next question comes from Gavin Olson, and Gavin says, "Would you rather have fingers as long as legs or legs as long as fingers?"
2: Fingers as long as legs for me. That's. I mean, legs as long as fingers. You're just gonna be top heavy. Yeah, not a lot of mobility with that. Like, and I like running. I feel like the leg leg fingers could be an advantage. You know what I mean?
0: Like you could type you could, from really far away.
2: Type from really far away. I'd like for playing music. I feel like that could really, you oh, really yeah. some weird stuff, man. Um, you'd have to have a really big piano though.
0: Yeah, that's, that's true. Cool. <laughs> you have to get that one from like, uh, was it big? Uh, with Tom Hanks.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the one that's like in the,
1: yeah. FAO Schwartz, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. But that's you funny. got,
1: you got to think about like having legs that are long as fingers. They just have to be as long as fingers. They can be as thick as regular legs that was my I was wondering that as
0: well like are you gonna have like are they gonna be as thick as as your legs would be like, I think yeah. so
1: I think they have to be as thick as like regular legs would be I don't know about yeah, that man. Said long. yeah that's said-
0: true he didn't specify so I feel like we can just interpret this however we want because he's not here to answer that for us
2: yeah I'm imagining like some really just long thin fingers it's very creepy honestly
0: <laughs> yeah but like how creepy would it be to like just have like your legs are really small like that like You're not you're not like a midget at that point, are you? Like, I guess because you'd be shorter, you'd like think how much height you'd lose, man. You wouldn't have any height. You'd be a shoe. That's right. You'd be like you couldn't wear a shoe. You'd have to be wheeled around.
2: It'd be your groin and then toes. Like that's like I don't know.
0: Your jump would probably just be dragging on the ground too. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh uh So it's definitely definitely finger fingers as long as as legs for sure.
2: Leg fingers, yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Leg fingers. That's definitely. All All right, we got one more question. And it's from Nick's Store 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 Store. All right, well, it's from Nick's Store. That's what we're gonna say. It. Um, how many books does it take to make a tree?
2: Ooh, I don't know. I mean, that depends on how long the books are. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of materials the books. I mean, there's a lot of questions that you have to. What is
0: like, the biggest, like the, the biggest book? The dictionary. Dictionary, right?
2: Yeah, I don't. know. the Encyclopedia Britannica. Do they even print that anymore?
0: I don't think so. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Maybe they do. Um,
2: yeah, I don't know. Uh, a lot.
0: A lot. That's a pretty good number. Um, I'm going to say, just just taking a random number, I'm going to say it takes at least like 377 dictionaries to make a tree. Now, are we talking oak tree? I don't know about that. Are we going it's palm like tree.
2: tree? Yeah, I mean, because if it's like a if it's like a, like, you know, like a an evergreen at like you know 6,000 feet like you're talking a pretty short tree it might take a couple trees to make 10 books you know right but if we're talking like a redwood i mean that could be that that might be the whole like library of congress don't as don't opposed
0: know. to like like a a ficus tree you know that's ficus. that's like two probably
2: right yeah i don't know let's uh we need more further clarification is necessary yeah
0: nick so right back but we won't be here to get so sorry nick you should have just been uh a bit more descriptive in your
1: question buddy a quick yeah, google search says that one tree makes about 62 books so it's 62 books i don't know how accurate it is I just, which tree does it specify which Trees. Books? yeah <laughs> it does not how many that's harry potter that. books um probably probably the whole those are big books yeah
2: how many pamphlets though that's the real <laughs> oh
0: <one>. that's thousands <laughs> thousands <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, I am really looking forward to seeing you out at the Bud Light Roast on Saturday, July twenty first, out at the Woodlands. Uh, you can get your tickets, gang, at thebuzz.com. dot dude. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and uh, and wasting some time with us. I hope we didn't uh, we didn't kill too much of your day, but uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing you, man. And uh, I hope we get to hang out. Hope we get to hang out and uh, have a, have a beer or two together. That'd be cool. I'll mean, be to be your hype guy. You gotta hang out with me, right?
2: Yeah, we're gonna and like afterwards, we're gonna chug some buds, as it were. So yeah, it's be,
0: we'll just, yeah. We'll just bro it up, right? Bro down, yeah. Okay, right. well, uh, at, where where can we follow you on Twitter, though? Uh,
2: I, uh, my Twitter handle, I believe, is DeLong Music. Um, let me just triple check that right now. Uh, yeah, DeLong Music, uh, Twitter. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a great place. Yeah. So, Twitter, tweeting. big
0: fan. So uh, I guess we'll talk to you guys on uh, on Wednesday this week. And until then,
2: I'm Robert DeLong and pass the gravy, bitches. Locked up, naked with socks. I'm watching the phone ring. It's making me angry. It's making me mad. Maxed out minimum wage. My brain is a time. Mom, I'm saying goodbye. Mom, I'll see you again. Struck in a pose, smiling in photos, without any reason with people that I'll ever know. I'm out of control, living a fictional prose. I took an oath, it's killing me though, cause I don't Cage. I'm having a break Down drinking at a play Ground tequila for one Too short walking the streets I'm hating my head could
1: you say that you're here But you live on the sun I'm the blow. A second inside of the truth, I don't, I don't see red. Cause.